Wake Up Tri-Counties live from our Save-A-Lot studio. Good morning, I'm Sean Kernan. We love the good news around here. We just had our Weathersfield kids in here to do the good news. And, well, let's keep the good news going because we got a good news story for you this morning. Mike Tubbleson joins us in studio. Good morning. Good morning. So you did something yesterday. Or re- what was this? Uh, actually, I was about 8.30 last night. I was getting tired, and I got a phone call. And actually, uh, Leanne Tesser, she, t- she tagged me and said there's 22 people stranded at the airport. They're elderly, they're all in their 60s, 70s, and 80s. They've been planning over a year to uh, take a trip to Hawaii, and uh, they'd saved up, it was like $6,000 for this ticket and this, you know, whatever. So basically, because of the fog, they weren't able to fly out, they were gonna lose this ticket because of the weather, and they just basically needed to get to Chicago within, you know, 12 hours, so. A lady called me, another person tagged me in a post, and I started making phone calls, and uh, we got them all there, and it was a, you know, a long night. So tell you've got a bus that you use for this? Yeah, we have a transportation company. Um, besides the car dealership, it has a black party bus we use for limos, uh, for weddings, uh, bachelorette parties, and then we have some smaller buses to transport people to the airport. Um, we have a little bit of everything, got an eight passenger limo, we got this, that, you know, a pink bus, green bus, 55 passenger, big, uh, we call it the Funky Frog, it's a big green uh, bus. And so uh, you, you, get this, you get this information and then you just go to the airport and you, get, and you grab them. What did yeah. they say when you got there? Well, they were pretty ecstatic. Um, I want to, you know, I'd be happy to take all the credit, but I got to tell you, you know, just there's that backbone and that is all the people that work for me that, you know, 8.30 at night, they jump out of bed and put clothes on and they, they come to the rescue. So I can't take the credit because these people that work with me are just, you know, they're the all-stars and uh, they jump into action and stuff like that. And they were ecstatic and then they were, you know, we left because they had so much luggage. And I mean, people had three people and I think there was 22 people and they each had about three bags. So it was crazy because everything was stacked in the middle of the bus. So we made a decision at about 10 that they were picked up in the Quad Cities, headed back to you know Chicago. I ran and got a bus dug out of the deep snow that was a 15 passenger. We used the first three back seats for luggage only and then uh, made the bus, the other bus, a little less crowded. So we got, you know, got them up there and got their luggage and they got them, we got them to a hotel. I believe they got three, four hours of sleep and uh, they should be boarding any moment now. Wow, yeah. <laughs> that's incredible. It is a crazy story, it really is. <laughs> so what were they telling you? Were they, or what would they tell your folks that uh, was you know, their reaction? I mean, that had to be amazing to them. Like they thought they were, they thought they were stuck. They were gonna be out six yeah. grand each? Yeah, they, six grand each, it was non-refundable because of some weather clause, which sounds bizarre, but I didn't question it, but they were, you know, as soon as I saw them and we, popped our head in there and talked to them. They just were so, believe it or not, they were 60s, 70s, and 80s, but they were like 20-year-olds when, you know, they, the <laughs> excitement of like, oh, yes, I'm so thankful. You know, they were all happy. And uh, I think I asked them a couple of times, what's the weather going to be like in Hawaii? And they're like, 80 degrees. I said, all right, you're going to be tired. You're going to get this done. And you guys, I said, aloha, have fun. And uh, they were pretty pumped. That's amazing. Uh, how long did it take? Um, we started at 8.30, the, the action started rolling and uh, called a driver and then um, once we got, I sent my buddy Charles, who's one of my drivers, and he goes up there, picks him up, and at the time we just thought, okay, we're going to go to the Quad Cities, about an hour drive, then we're going to take a two and a half hour drive to Chicago, get them to the hotel by the airport, not a big deal. Well, there was so much luggage and they had a couple more people than they thought that all of a sudden we needed another bus. We needed to make things easier for them because I mean, 
It's not like they were 21-year-olds or 22 and carrying this luggage around. So I called my Marine buddy, and Bill Maglio, he jumps up, and he, you know, I pick him up. He, we're ready to go, and he comes to help me. We dig out this bus, and so by the time he picked them up, was back in Kiwani. I believe we were about midnight by the time everybody, you know, got, I gassed up another bus. We, we put 50 pieces of luggage in this other bus, and it was a team effort for sure. I can't take the credit here because it's really these people behind the scenes that helped me out. What motivated you guys to want to do this? I don't know that it's motivation as much as it is like, I'll tell you a funny story. When I was a rug rat, like 12 or 13, I'm watching the 49ers. It was the infamous catch in the end zone, you know, and I never got to see it because my dad pops up from getting off the phone and it's just an all out blizzard. It's 12 inches, 40 mile an hour winds. It's terrible. And my dad's like, come on, we got to go. And I was like, I want to watch the game, dad. And he's like, no, we're going. Your, your great grandfather's in trouble, the furnace is out, like he might die, he was 80 some years old. So as a kid, I'm like, well, I wanna watch the game, but you know, little did I know he was teaching me life lessons. So I got in the, our uh, Chevy Blazer and we grabbed a rope and we grabbed some you know, water and stuff and we take off to Bradford, which from Buda was like only about 20 minutes, but we hit drifts, I mean, four feet in the air, we hit all these snow drifts and my dad looked at me about halfway there and he goes, I'm not sure we'll make it back. Like I was scared, but it was such a thrill to pick up my 85 year old, you know, great grandfather and he's cold. There's no furnace. We rescued him. And I guess that installed in me, like anytime we see this, uh, I'll give you an example. Uh, we all know Julie Colomer, great person. She works out at OSF. She called me during that last blizzard and we got 20 inches on the ground and a nurse had tried to make it from Galesburg to work. And for some reason, the GPS took them on the back roads, which is bizarre, but you know how GPS is. So they're stuck between Galva and the Kiwani airport. And I mean, it's literally 40 below zero wind chills and like, they're gonna be there all night. I don't know how much gas they got. She calls me and said, listen, two or three people have attempted this. I know you're kind of a good driver in the snow and you got, you know, winter vehicles. And I wanna know, could you help these people? And like, I didn't even, you know, didn't even blink. Just my daughter who's got a lot, getting a law enforcement degree and currently working with a KPD, KPD in her internship. I said, hey, you want to go? Just like my dad taught me, let's go. Let's go rescue this person. So we take off. And I mean, <laughs> I didn't want to tell her I was scared, but I was really scared. We were hitting drifts and it was knocking me. But we got all the way out there and we got to where we could see them about 100 yards away. And the road was about five foot tall across the road. I no longer could bust drifts and, you know, get through this. And I called the person. I said, hey, hop in. Let's get you to the hospital to work and then we'll worry about your car later. So we rescued him that night. And, uh, you know, Julie Colomer called me up and we helped her out, you know, and she was so thankful. But it wasn't me being a hero. It was just me doing something that my dad taught me as a kid. It was fun, you know, when I was a kid. And I was a little scared the other night. But I did call my buddy Bill, my Marine buddy, and I said, hey, if I get stuck, I got a 100-foot tow rope at the car dealership. You're going to need to come get me because I don't want to be out here all night, you know, stranded. So yeah. those are the things that kind of, I guess, motivate us or make it. It's a challenge and it's, it's fun, you know, something I did as a kid. So That's kindness. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. But, you know, people all are thanking me on Facebook and making me be out to the hero. But I got to be honest with you, you know, it's it's KPD. You know, they're keeping us safe at night. It's all the people at the OSF that work till, you know, seven in the morning. And, you know, it's the paramedics that jump out at four in the morning and our grandparent falls or somebody has a child, you know, and it's the firefighters. You know, I'm not a hero. These guys are the heroes. A firefighter runs into a building that's burning down. I mean, those guys are the heroes. So, 
Well, Mike, thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure those folks are still thanking you right yeah. now as they're, they're getting on the plane. They're going to have a good trip for sure. <laughs> thank you so much for yep. telling us the story. No problem. Have a good day.